Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, 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 very pleasant. Uh, good morning to you, fun seekers, and welcome to our little show today. It is the 20th of April, 2022, and I like to do that every now and then to tell you where we are so I know where I am because mostly I get lost. This is Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. If you'd like to be on the show, our 800 number is working. It's a 888 number, 663-6386. Email Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Adam Bergstrom is in the green room. He's nothing green. He's okay. And he'll be here in just a second after we do just a little bit of biz. And uh, Adam's here on the first Monday and the third Wednesday of every month. We did, we went back to two times a month because he's so fun. Uh, Dr. Jennifer Daniels next week, uh, Crow777, remember him? Quite an interesting fellow. He's been doing shows on, oh, uh, the truth of cosmology, geopolitics, and this show is gonna be kind of focused on the idea, Crow argues, that there is no are no, is no, was no nuclear weapons that's all made up. Wouldn't that be cool? I think it's true, too. Tom Luongo, he's a, he's a fireball. We like Tom. He's, he's cool. And um, we uh, he will be here on Tuesday as well. And then, so we're going to, then we'll, we'll figure out something for, uh, for, uh, um, somebody for Wednesday. Okay, so here we are. Where's Adam? I he was here, and I lost him, and oh, now I lost his picture, but I'm going to put it back up there, and there is Adam Bergstrom. Good morning, Mr. Bergstrom. How are thee? Good morning, Patrick. <laughs> How are you doing, kid? SolarTiming.com. <laughs> solartiming.com and sunsinknutrition.com Adam Bergstrom is one of the all-time researchers he's been doing this for a long time uh, and um, Adam has how many uh, how many Christmases you have under your belt I always I don't never remember 80 right 80 81 81 Christmases <laughs> <laughs> why don't you tilt your camera down just a bit and let's that one. Oh, whoop. That okay. That's, that's perfect. Oh, that looks good. That looks good. 81 Christmases under your belt, eh? Wow, man. 81. Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thunk it? When you were a kid, when did you... a banana peel and went in the grave. <laughs> Here I am. No, don't say that. Don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't say that. When you were a kid, did you, did you kind of think you were going to hang around for a while this this lifetime did you think about that? i'd love to hang around a long time i really believe we can and i think uh, it's the group consensus that we have to get free of we call it the matrix you know they have the idea you fade out and when you buy it you join the club and you start dying at whatever age they wish you to go at and at this point they wish us to leave at an earlier time <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> they really do. They really do. I see so many friends around me that, you know, uh, now with the Internet, you can look them up. I look out up a lot of my friends from the past. 
They all died in 2016. A lot of them were younger than me. <laughs> What's up with that? Did they all get a deal and said, let's all go together or something? You know, it's, uh, it's the idea of health. Once you start going to doctors, as far as I'm concerned, chemo is actually like, uh, it's like uh, convincing people to go and take a shower like the Jews did in Germany. Oh, it's tough. Same thing. Yeah. Because anyone who would submit to having your hair fall out and everything. Ray Pete, of course, is very big on that. He says hey, it, even radiating a place like a dental x-ray, all the cells that come by that then turn cancerous. So it's not like cancer. They have a spool that cancer is one thing. It's in one place. But actually, it's a metabolic override. You could almost call it chi. And if your chi is down, hmm. it attacks. And things like radiation, poisons, glyphosate, whatever is in the atmosphere. The cells just are not. So the chi, the chi, that energy, has, that energy keeps the body happy. And when we get attacked with EMFs or glyphosates or whatever, we deal with it. Is that is that? Fair, fair to we say. We can deal with yeah, it. Deal Even with it. in ancient Chinese medicine, they knew that. They, yeah, yeah. For the different regions, they knew that your chi was attacked. If you didn't have the right chi, cold could get you, hot sure. could get you, damp could get you, all of those things. If you had chi, you overrode them all. Yeah, yeah. So that's why the Taoist masters and other Shaolin masters built up their chi. And it's a very real thing. Oh, I, I've sure. seen examples of chi where you could where when I studied with Master Champ, and I am no martial artist by any means, but I wanted to see his uh, ability to read your mind before you did anything. So he had me press against him, and he said, anytime you're ready, attack me. Well, as soon as I even started to move before I could move whatever hand, he would touch me with his finger and paralyze me totally. Totally oh, paralyzed. Really? He did it twice to demonstrate, just, just to show me that it's a very real deal. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, in, indeed, it is. You've interviewed I mean, Master Chaney. He's one of the most uh, yeah. amazing people I've ever met. He's back in California now, huh, Master Chen? Huh? Yeah, he's back in California teaching some sort of school and also attempting to start some kind of uh, basically like an own Bitcoin type of trading thing. I oh. don't know how that's going at this point. Oh, cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he's cool. You told me that he had a he had a whole program and theory and uh, really cool stuff about sexuality too and chi uh, for uh, making babies and practicing, right? He knows all that stuff too. <laughs> Does he really? Well, I want to go see him with that. One of the first workshops I took with him is how to sleep to to activate what meridians and how to make yourself more fertile. So the spooning technique, mm -hmm. the sleeping with your the soles of your feet together, <laughs> the kidney meridian, each meridian, you can sleep in a certain way to regenerate during yep. the night. Yeah. Have you ever heard of uh, uh, the deer exercise? Yes, I have. I do that. Uh, every, has mentioned it. I do that every morning. I have for years, and that's a thing where you uh, uh, you can you can go on UB2B and watch people do it. You have to be careful. Because not everybody who does it on YouTube knows what they're doing. So, so I've seen people rubbing it the wrong way and all this stuff. I learned from uh, Dr. Stephen Chang, Adam, and he's got a book called The Tao, the Tao of Sexology. 
And I, I don't know if uh, Chang is still in his body. But anyway, and it's all about um, the Chinese, uh, the Taoists used to look at different animals. And they would see how animals would do certain things, right? And uh, they would look at their movements, and then they would they would come up with these exercises. There's another book that he wrote called um, the um, Internal Exercises, right? The Internal Exercise, and you do stuff like a bear, or a polar bear, or a lion, or a tiger, you know, those kind of things. They call it the tiger thing. And and you can do different exercises to build certain organs of the body, you know. So I like to work on the kidney because the kidney is a real chi kind of thing. Um, and the deer exercise, they got it from the idea, if you ever look at the, the end of the deer, they do this. Have you ever seen that, you know, in their butt? They do this thing, right? And deers just make little deers like crazy, right? This is what they do. So the Taoists figured out, well, let's do some exercise so we can be more fertile, Myrtle. You know, you know what I mean? So what you do is, uh, I can just quickly here, is you rub your hands together a lot and, and then, you, then you cup your testicles with your left hand or your right hand and then you do circle on your stomach 83 times, you know, like, and then you rub your hands together again, then you do the other hand and then you circle on your stomach 83 times. Again, 83. I don't know where they came up with that. I'm sure there's something magical to that. And then, then you um, um, tighten up your sphincter muscle, which they do a lot in Tai, tai Chi and uh, all that, right? And, uh, and, uh, and then you just hold that as long as you can. And then, and then that helps the whole body to circulate the Chi that you've just created. You know, so that's the deer exercise. So, guys, if you want to do that and you want to be fertile, myrtle to your twice the age, Adam's age, just uh, start doing that every day the rest of your life, and you'll you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, pretty. Cool. A lot of times, I practice uh, by actually using the penis like a straw and bringing water up it, then bringing mercury, up, which is very heavy. And pretty soon, they can backflush their ejaculation into the bladder. That gives you the electrical energy that goes to the brain, because obviously you're going to pee out the minerals afterwards. But the brain, is, a, or the bladder, is a reflex to the brain. Hmm. So when you can get minerals in, in electrical energy in the bladder, then you can affect the brain. So they're actually, course, they're actually doing something strange with water and mercury, well, you know, Stephen Chang talks about that, and you don't have to do that according to him, and I, I practice it. It's called injaculation, and there's a way that you can not go out, but move it back in, and you don't, you don't ejaculate. Yeah, that's a Taoist you, thing, too. You don't have to do it, but, you know, it's funny. Uh, I, I wrote a blog on one radio network about Yogananda's youngest brother yeah and i put it on facebook and they threatened to kick me off for putting it up there well what kind of stuff did, were you writing about on facebook well, that they there, i quoted from a book <laughs> that uh treated indian men for believing that their life force went out in their semen and i think that's what got them i can't imagine what else so you can't talk about that you can't you can't talk about a neurosis of another race because then you get kicked off facebook i'll be done <laughs> <laughs> 
So I hope Elon Musk would buy Facebook and get it over with. So, so the Indians believed that when you ejaculated, what happened? They believed that you would lose um, what? You lose brain power, chi, all kinds of energy, and they drain you. That's why in India, women aren't too appreciated. Now, I'm talking about superstitious energy, because obviously a lot of people in India who have real yoga, real, real uh, ancient techniques and other. But there is this idea in, in people that they're losing energy. I had an Indian friend in New York, and he, you, you, the two, he could never sleep in the same bed with a woman because they would drain his life force unless he had his head at her feet and she had her head at his feet. That's the only way that you wouldn't be drained. I'll be done. Well, the Taoists do talk about, I don't know how true it is, that the, that's the whole idea of ejaculation, that there's no reason to ejaculate unless you want to have a kid because there is a lot of nutrition in semen and there is a lot of life force in there. I mean, obviously, if you're making a little baby cooperating, right? So there's no reason to ejaculate unless you're going to have a baby according to uh, Taoist and some other people, Montak Chia, you know, and all those people. Does does Master Chin think the same thing? No. No? He has a different view on those type of exercises. Yeah, and there's a variety of them. You know, sure. One of my friends would tie fishing uh, sinkers onto his testicles and stand in a position straight out <laughs> for 30 minutes at a time, three times a day. What? Now he could wave his arm and throw someone across the room by doing that. But Master Chen thinks that's a waste of time, that there are much more efficient ways of doing that. And, you know, the record in China is that man who holds 50 pounds on his testicles standing between two chairs and the Chinese, even when they had the rule about one child, they allowed him to have three wives so he could procreate because they re believed in eugenics that you were going to pass that on, that she was passed on to family constellations, whatever you want to call it, through, uh, uh, through yeah. Uh, breeding. Yeah. Another thing that I do that the guys can do that's similar, but it's not so extreme uh, I do this every day as well before I do the deer exercise. You can just um, you can just tap your testicles like poop, 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 you know, and that makes more chi and more semen and more strength, all kinds of strength. You know, the whole sexual thing is not just for intimacy and making babies, but the Chinese uh, Taoists believe that it's like like you were saying, it's strength all over, right? If you have the strength to have 12 kids, well, you don't have to have them and just go out and, you know, kill an alligator or whatever you want to do. <laughs> you know, wrestle a buffalo, you know, you know what I'm saying? That kind of idea. Yeah, it's just strange. Well, back in my 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s, <laughs> back I regarded, then, I used to do that. <laughs> I regarded the ejaculation as a bowel movement. Twice a day. <laughs> Twice a day, whether you need it or not. years and years and years. Never, never. No wonder I got old. Look what happened. No, nah, you didn't get old. Oh, so, so you did a lot, right? Well, when we were kids, when we were twenties and thirties, we all when did. When I yeah. first got married, I thought this is the greatest thing. Wow! <laughs> Why didn't my teachers tell me about this? <laughs> and so I went crazy <laughs> and never stopped. <laughs> never stopped. Yeah, I suspect. You know, I 
I've never never really bought into the idea because you know I wouldn't put a negative thought on the idea of ejaculation, right? I mean, why would you do that? You know, so I don't care what the Taoists say. If you want to ejaculate, well, go ahead. You know, you know, with, you know what I mean. But uh, uh, you know, so I would never buy into that idea. Um, but but definitely, if you're a football player and the night before the big game you ejaculate three times. You're not going to perform quite as well on the field, so there is a balance between. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have to. What comes out of you is actually nutritional. Oh yeah, so it is. It you is. You have to replace that if you're doing that. If you don't, then it's like uh, it's like if you keep pooping and don't uh, put anything in the other end, you're not going to be here very long. <laughs> and the same with ejaculation urine whatever comes out of our body sweater whatever it needs to be replaced at some time or other mm. speaking of urine i've been drinking a lot of my pee lately have you ever done you've done that probably i'm sure you've done a lot of all the crazy stuff in your life do you do that have you done urine therapy regularly not anymore but i've experimented i, with it. I think mm. you should try it again you're like it's <laughs> i can really feel i mean i do probably everything the first morning you know maybe 16 ounces just and it's uh pretty interesting no i there's something going on with urine therapy there really is so but in I 1937 uh scientific american had an article uh that actually went further than any of the urine people in knowledge really number one it's the uric acid so you can just get plain uric acid and heal almost every disease in the body with uric acid you can get it from urine you get it from leeches you can get it from plain uric acid, and there's a chemical in aloe that gives it to you. Really? They wrote it the, in greatest detail. I've read books on urine and never found as much information as I did in the library in the 1937 edition of Scientific America. Hmm. They hide that now. The medical profession does not want you to know what was known before the Second World War. Hmm. They basically co-opted all of our medical knowledge, and what we have now is mythology. 99% of what the hospitals tell you and the doctors tell you is mythology. It's false. It doesn't work. Scientism. Estrogen is not a female hormone. You, you've heard all that from Ray Pete and you've yep. heard a lot of it from me. Yep. Nonsense and other people. It's all, it's all, it's all made up. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do a show with Amanda Vollmer on urine therapy because uh, that's when I first started doing it. Uh, really picked it up again after the last time I saw our video. But I've been doing off and on pretty much for 30 or 40 years, but uh, no, I've just been doing it every day just because. Um, and they, um, they also say, you know, they that urine therapy increases stem cells as well as you, you know, pretty fun. We multiply stem cells throughout our body all the time, but we don't take advantage. And they want to sell you an animal stem cells when we make plenty ourselves. And all you have to do is focus. Even there are meditation techniques to focus and expand your uh, stem cells. Carbon dioxide will do it, breathing in a bag, yep. or as Ray Peter said, getting in a bag like that. There were whole textbooks written on how to do that before. And sat, actually hundreds of thousands of people sat in carbon dioxide baths in Germany where they have these carbon dioxide springs. They had giant public bathtubs that fit about 50 or 100 people, 
And then you, if you wanted to be exclusive, you had your own private bath. <laughs> you never had to take off your clothes. The carbon dioxide yeah. goes right through the clothes. So that's one of the things that uh, the benefits of carbon dioxide increases stem cells. Hmm. Yes, and they kill people with ventilators and oxygen. Yeah. When people need oxygen, what it does is it breathes for them, and then their lungs forget how to breathe. Yeah. Carbon dioxide is the initiator of the breath. You can't breathe without it. Oxygen will kill you if you have no carbon dioxide. Hmm. They don't tell you that. And back in the day, they used to give you carbogen with your oxygen. Carbogen. So you didn't huh. destroy the brain. But now it's part of their plan. They want you to destroy your brain enough so you don't think. So they want you to be able to work at Burger King or an electronics firm or something like that and not question authority. Go get your vaccinations. Go get your chemotherapy. Go get your medication. And everything's hunky-dory as far as they're concerned. But as for us, we're considered considered bio waste by the medical police state. Well, I'm not feeling a little wasteful today, so you know, to hell with what they think. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's what they consider us. I certainly don't consider I know us that. bio yeah. waste. Adam Brooks, they was, want to destroy everything that's human within us. Yeah. The humanity of us yeah. is going into AI. They want doctors to do things by virtual. They think you can analyze the person virtually on Zoom or something like that. Absolutely ridiculous. They don't want us to touch anymore. California is getting so weird now. They, they, they have a campaign against SUV. They're telling people to go out when people have SUVs and put rocks in the tires so that they can't inflate their tires because it's immoral to drive an SUV you're in California. You're kidding. California. You can't make this stuff up. You just can't make this stuff up anymore. They are bonkers, man. You guys are bonkers out there. You're not, but what is it? Is it in the water or the air or what the heck is going on in California, man? Unbelievable. I think it's in their minds because this is a beautiful paradise. I, I love oh, it. California's I love always California and the beach, but, but when you get into the politics and the crazy people here, Absolutely not. Yeah, it's always it's always been a beautiful spot. I mean, you know, I think it started way back when. Remember when everybody started going out there because of the gold, the gold rush, and that energy of, has always been there, right? This idea that there's gold in them their hills, and everybody goes out there and and uh, tried a lot of stuff and uh, <laughs> greed. And a lot of people don't know this. Supposedly, the Indians died off from smallpox and all the white man's disease. But actually, the California government in 1850 offered $100 per male scalp, Indian scalp, $100. Really? Imagine how much $100 was worth back in 1850. We're talking about a year's wages back then. So, of course, they wiped out all the Indians. They offered a little less for female scalps and less for children's scalps. But they did that. Is that right? And, in fact, there was a, a, a campaign of... Uh, of extermination for the Indians. When I was a telephone man, I met a woman who felt <laughs> greed because, I mean, felt, uh, felt guilt because her great-grandfather was told that they couldn't waste ammunition to kill the Indian children. So they had to grab them by the feet and bash their skulls out on the rocks. Now, Dr. Massey would, would find this interesting with family consolations. Imagine what that woman was going through when she even told 
an anonymous phone man about how traumatized she was over there. Wow, unbelievable. I had no idea about the scalp thing. So that's that's documented. They actually were paying they, people. They, they were generals who were yeah. petitioning to wipe out every Indian person in the nation. And you don't hear much about the Indians today. Leonard Pelletier, what happened to him? You know, he's still yeah, riding they, in jail. They, they're, yeah, they're, you know. Boy, I tell you what, this country, you know, the, the culture, I guess the government, I don't know who to, who's responsible uh, some bad karma, right? I mean, we've really created some really weird stuff going all the way back, I mean, forever, since the beginning, right? There's bad karma, particularly in California. Hitler got his ideas for extermination from Stanford, right here in California. Really? Stanford came up with it. There's a whole history of eugenics, particularly here. San Quentin alone did 10,000 eugenic operations. 10,000 before the Second World War and some after the Second World War. They took people with money, could buy the testicles of someone they they, they killed on the gallows. They would take their testicles and implant them in the billionaire so they could have better spermal uh, efficiency. You're kidding me. And then they put many goat testicles on prisoners to experiment before they did it on millionaires. Right here in in California, we had the, what was his name? The uh, the one who came up with the cotton gin, that family. He lived here and he had either human or goat testicles. We don't know. He was Eli something, the, the cotton gin. Eli, no? Yeah, let's see. I forget. The, it begins with an MC like McClintock, except that's not the name. <laughs> something like that. McCormick. McCormick. Thank you. Vibrant gal is my brains. Yeah, yeah. Well, we all need him. Adam Bergstrom yeah, is here. Goes right over to her. <laughs> <laughs> Adam has two websites, Sunsink Nutrition. That's the one where you pay $99, and you get to do everything that he's got there. A lot of cool stuff, including how to calculate your solar time, right? You got a little solar time thing. This is where the books are uh, at Solar Time. The books are Solar Time. Solar it's time the amusement day. park for $99. Yeah, the amusement park for $99. There's no Mickey Mouse or, or uh, you know, gay uh, fairies and stuff. Or uh, the <laughs> or solartiming.com, and that's where he has all the e-books, and um, the, those are like there's 10 bucks or whatever. He's got all kinds of different e-books that you can, you can get. Adam, stay right there. Let's do a little break here. My name is Patrick Timpone. This is One Radio network.com thanks for being here we're on the air most every day well monday tuesday wednesday and friday we generally take thursdays off just because we can and we appreciate your ongoing support um if you're new here we get a lot of new people uh all the time and i get emails from all over the world it's crazy how people i don't know how they find you but they do and uh, we really appreciate it and people say well how do you so let me just give you the the rundown of what we do here and how you can support us if you'd like to, because, um, you know, we all um, have homes and pets and telephone bills and, you know, and, you know stuff like that, internet and all, all kinds of stuff. So we have to generate income to make this whole thing work. And the way we do it, we promote various products that we think are like the best ever, the best ever. And we've got a whole 
suite of products that are just very, very good. One of our trademarks, according to the U.S. Trademark and Patent Association Office, is uh, know the source. So we know the people, excuse me, we know the people who are behind all of the products that we promote, like Andreas Seed Oils. He's been on the show. He's got a, a, a little sale going on right now. These are great seed oils. We especially like the, uh, oh, I got it here. This guy. Oh, I've been doing a lot of this lately. This is milk thistle seed oil, milk thistle. And if you don't think Mr. Liver likes this little guy, and he, he figured out a way how to get these milk thistles into the oil uh, without any very little friction or very little heat, okay? So these are the kind of things that he does, uh, and, and incredible uh, oils, uh, black cumin seed oil, pumpkin seed oil, things like that. Uh, colostrum and uh, surthrival, pine pollen, elk velvet antler, the bio, uh, uh, bio, um, the bio superfood, but it's a great product. Ooh, check it out. BioAge, it's on our front page. Uh, it's a, it's just a, about billions uh, different kinds of microalgaes, and if you don't think microalgaes uh, will help you to uh, be happier and healthier, well, then you just haven't paid attention to microalgaes. You talk about minerals and vitamins, you gotta live on these things. Then we have Shen Blossom, and uh, Shen Blossom and Blue Shield. Blue Shield is the device that helps your body to deal with electromagnetic fields uh, in, a, in a very uh, nice way. They don't block them, and then the incredible uh, um, store that Brandon Amalani has with Shen Blossom, from ginsengs to, to magic mushrooms, and they are magic. They are magic. Not the kind that we used to do, but they're magic. And all kinds of things for digestion. I do a Hishi Wu, and we talk about the kidney. It's one of the all-time kidney tonics ever, and it takes, he cooks it for 21 days, 21 days in a black bean kind of thing. See, these are the kind of products then the sulfur, the pure sulfur, the AquaCure hydrogen Browns gas machine. Now 20% off Browns gas promo code. So pearl, brush your teeth, take it internally. So these are the kind of products that you're going to get when you go on one radio network, and then you want U.S. Coin Capital. And if you don't think you're going to need some gold and silver in the next four or five years, you're not paying attention. Uh, U.S. Coin Capital, it's on our ad on our front page and. Talk to Fred or Donna or Roger and some other people up there, and they'll hook you up with some uh, some uh, gold and silver coins. So, I mean, uh, Aloe, uh, Adam's a big fan of Aloe and the Vibrant Gal, Stockton Aloe One. I need to get some more. It's been probably two or three months since I've, I usually like to get three uh, containers, and I'm going to start drinking some more of that. It's so loaded with so many good things. So, this is just how we do it. We've got a lot of great products, services on OneRadioNetwork.com. So if you see something you like, just click an order and that'll support us. So thank you very much for your support. Thank you very much for your support. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Adam's here on the first uh, Monday and the second or the third Wednesday. Adam, thanks for coming on the show. What is that thing you've got there? 
That's the solar wheel, known as the Midnight Noon Law. And it's actually a chart of the acupuncture meridians in a time cycle. Put that up again and bring it back a little bit so we can see it, kind of explain what it is. Bring it back a little. Okay, that's cool. So what is what does this tell us? What, how do you play with this? This tells us when lung time is and when bladder time is huh? and what time to treat one organ. And if you know how to shunt those organs, how to treat them at various times of day. For instance, you would treat the lung at urinary bladder time, at spleen time, and at triple heater time if you just learn how to do this chart. And, of course, that's what I've been doing since uh, I met a Donald Lay back in 1975 or 6, hmm. 75. You treat the organs at the particular time, at the shunt time, right? So that's why you've instructed me or advised me if I want to do a coffee enema, I would do it at uh, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, which is the shunt time of liver cleansing time at 2 a.m., right? Exactly. The biliary time of the liver is that time. It's building time. It's, it's glycogen time is at 2 One. in the morning. One. And it's biliary time or elimination time is in the afternoon. So if you want to clean the liver... Oh. You do it at 2 in the afternoon, and if you want to build it, you do it at 2 in the morning. I see. So um, what about folks? You know, we talk a lot about thyroid uh, with Ray Pete. We had a great show with him that I want to talk about with you, but yesterday or Monday. So if folks were taking piggy thyroid or or, uh, cytomel or something like that, do you take it at thyroid time, like... uh, what is that, 9 o'clock midnight, uh, 9 p.m.? Or when do, when's the best time to take it? When you get synthetic uh, uh, ingredients, the timing Doesn't kind matter. of is messed with. So it is sometimes better to do it at thyroid time. We experimented by taking it at spleen time or at bladder time. So, so if cytomel cyto- is more of a it's more of a synthetic, right? And right. then what if you were doing just like a desiccated pig or bovine? Would that be a different time? Then it would be the time of the animal that you got the material from. Oh, okay. Meat would be midday. Pig or- so bladder time would be an ideal time to shunt the uh, thyroid and shunt the lungs and come around and shunt the spleen pancreas. And what You'll time? notice in, in this chart, uh, it's, it's probably hard to follow right here, yeah. but there is, just like astrology, there are squares, and certain organs are in alignment and have things in common. The lung has a lot to do with the spleen pancreas because they actually control a lot of your breathing and how you inhale. The urinary bladder actually controls a lot of your breathing too in fact there are people who can actually breathe through their bladder and the bladder fish was the first one to come on land and use a bladder like a submarine would and then triple heater time obviously the thyroid has a lot to do with how fast you breathe and how fast your pulse goes they're all related then you get four other organs related in a different way and four others in another way to add 12 organs the Chinese knew what they were doing hundreds of years ago, and some say even thousands of years ago. Sure. 
And what time is bladder time? Bladder time, uh, urinary bladder time is 3 to 5 in the afternoon. I thought exactly that was kidney. Oh, oh yeah, kidney is 5 to 7. Okay, 3 to 5. So folks taking different thyroid uh, stuff, they that'd be a good time to take it, 3 to 5 in the afternoon. That would be a good time, and your oxygenation is best at that, at that time, too. We, we tend to use more carbon dioxide at night, and carbon dioxide is anabolic, while... Uh, well, oxygen is catabolic and breaks you down. It's like uh, ozone. All of those things actually break our body down. So we can rebuild again because we actually want to clear out the old cells. If we don't, we'll die because we'll be clogged with our old cells. We rotate our cells in a periodic fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've been doing a little research, and it looks like it's going to be fairly easy to get all set up to do the carbon dioxide in a bag, you can you can buy a tank and you get an aluminum tank so they're not too heavy, right? You buy the tank, an aluminum tank, a, a Ray P recommended 10 kilos, what, 22 pounders. Go to a place and get it filled up with um, carbon dioxide. And then there's a place online that I think it was for ozone, but you get a little body bag thing. Really cool, it looks great, 50 bucks or something. And so I'm going to do it, and then you fill up the carbon dioxide, and I'll see. You know, I'm going to do it. So get a, I'm going to get all set up. I'm just kind of doing the doing the legwork to get all set up. So I'll let you know. <laughs> That's fun, huh? They did it back in the day. You know, in Germany, it was very common. I mean, was it? thousands and thousands of people had those sessions. It was just considered normal. Really? Then <laughs> they started to discount carbon dioxide because they weren't killing enough people in the 30s. Up until then, you didn't get oxygen without some carbon dioxide. Yeah. But then they said, carbon dioxide is a death chemical. And now we have oxygen, which destroys brain cells. Every time a person goes in a hyperbaric chamber without carbogen or gets oxygen, they're actually killing themselves. Mm. And then when you, I think it was Ray Pete or you or some people have said, I think Ray Pete was, that they used to give carbon dioxide to people in hospitals. What what do you say, up until 1960 or 70 or something like that? Or? Actually, they started uh, dissing it in the 30s or so, wow. but still some people use it. Yeah, it was in the 30s. Up until then, the, the uh, see, the AMA has been powerful since 1848 when they started their machinations. They got worse and worse, but after the Second World War, they basically took over. We have lived in a medical police state since the Truman administration. Wow. And wow. people just don't accept it. The vaccines are only the, the icing on the cake. Yeah. They've been doing this, and even Illich warned us about it in his 1973 book, uh, Medical Nemesis. He said, they're taking over. Most of the things you go to a hospital for could be done at home with a bedpan, but they charge you exorbitant prices for the things and as Philip called it the medical rain dance every once in a while they show some mo- amazing thing they take someone's heart out and then they put it back in and it's really great right. they don't tell you they die shortly <laughs> thereafter now some people do live but the people who live that long are the minority like i actually know two people who were saved by chemotherapy but i also know about 50 people personally who died yeah. from chemotherapy, not from cancer, 
but from chemo. It's pretty rough so stuff. Few yeah. people were saved. Yeah. And yeah. those people were saved not by the chemo, by what is called the cramp theory of cancer. That was William Coley's toxins. Basically, if you get up in the middle of the night uh, and you have a cramp, what do you do? Put more pressure on it, cramp it more, and then the brain hooks in. The same with cancer. Every once in a while, if you put a greater stress on it, the body goes into remission and starts healing. So every once in a while, chemo works that. But an auto accident, being stung by killer bees, uh, a, a shock where your wife leaves you, could actually cure you of cancer. And I have specific examples of that. Happening. Sure, sure. I mean, I, I think we did it. We've done it several shows over the years on the the whole bee venom thing, where people they actually. You can go to somebody and they'll get the little bees and they'll stick. <laughs> they also do it with the snake venom homeopathically too. Yeah. Did you watch the watch the water thing or uh, did you watch that bit? You didn't even yeah, watch it. No, I'm not even interested anymore. They co-opted my brain to do that stuff. So we watched Michael Jackson performing over and over and do things like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not even, you know, it's the same news over and over. The world's going to hell in a handbasket. And even watching the Ukraine war, this is going to be like Vietnam or Afghanistan. It's going to go on. And we're supposed to watch the news right. and take our valuable time that we could be kissing each other, that we could be hugging each other, that we could listen to Michael Jackson or listen to a good movie. And we're supposed to be co-opted by this nonsense. I know. No, we're done with it. <laughs> I know. And, you know, uh, I, I think... Uh, Doctor, for what it's worth, I don't know if you saw the show we did with him yesterday, but I think Dr. Artis is a good guy. I think he means well. I don't think he's controlled opposition. But I asked him good questions, really good questions, and he didn't have a lot of good answers. You know, he just <laughs> didn't. You know, there is no evidence for anything, pretty much. What, and I think what happened uh, is that Stu Peters kind of co-opted his whole story and and did this fear porn clickbait watch the water thing that went viral and um, I don't think Stu Peters is a bad guy either he's done a lot of great shows but um, these people get carried away I think they you know they, they become like movie stars and they they think that the more people that watch them then the better it is and you know that's not true <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? No, nope. it actually plays into the opposition's hands too. They yeah. love to see a struggle for this theory, that theory, this theory. Right. Instead of they do not want us to get on with our lives. They don't want us to go to the store. They want us to have bare shelves. They want us to die early. They want us to have chemo. They want us to have vaccinations. Right. Anything to do to kill us. We actually, it's the equivalent of telling the Jews in Germany, go in that nice shower, you're gonna get a shower, and gassing them to death. That's what our the plan is here. Even all this trans stuff, you know, as weird as it is, you know that they're doing it just to keep people tension on something crazy, weird. Hollywood bought into it, and Disney World, and now you got DeSantis as Disney World, and it's just more, you know, more Matrix, right? More Matrix. They want people to pick sides. Okay, well, what side are you on? 
the media is entertainment. They want our views. They want us to look at it. That's it. Well, that's, that's it. You know, uh, I believe in the Bible. Jesus said, "Resist not evil." That's a good idea. Just let them do their thing and yeah. leave them alone. Yeah. Without us to back them up as underpinnings or to be interested in, they're out of business. It's out. just like people watch your show. If they don't watch your show, you're out of business. Out well, of they business. have they, they use machinations to get business. They make crises, mm -hmm. uh, problem, reaction, solution, hey, and you're hey. in on it because it's like a cliffhanger. Will we make it through the next day? And that happens Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and next week and next year, on and on and on, forever. They've got people hooked up as sheep box, hooked into the matrix, just like Neo was hooked into that little machine there and thinks he's dreaming and doing all these great things. Yep, same, same, same trip. And we know, and you know, and some of our listeners know, that we have the ability to stay out of the matrix anytime we want. Just like you did, you watched Michael Jackson rather than watch, watch the water. I mean, you didn't go to the matrix, you just had some fun. That's it. What do you care? We can't escape it. I, I've seen many examples of people that they did things that were impossible. And there's many cases of the impossible too. Look at Mr. Eatsall. He ate a Cessna airplane, it took him two years. He ate about 18 bicycles, a whole bunch of shopping carts, a whole bunch of razor blades, a whole bunch of everything. That's supposed to be impossible. Yet, the doctors x-rayed him. He was digesting them. We sell ourselves short on so many things that we say we can't do, and we can. Look at the yogi, 40 days underground buried. Well, you can't take too many breaths in 40 days. He was dug out. The British have hidden that information because they found out it was the carbon dioxide in the food that was keeping this man alive. Not mm. the oxygen, mm. the carbon dioxide in donkey milk. Donkey milk. You know, it's That's interesting. That's the secret. You mm. Interesting you say that. About two or three years ago, people start talking about the benefits of donkey milk. And uh, I know that uh, I, was, I've been, I want to order some. There's a fellow up in, in Burdenhand, Pennsylvania, Amos Miller. Amos Miller, you've heard of him? Do you know Amos Miller? He's a, he's a, um, who's the fellow that when they drive around the carriages, what do you call these people? Um, you know what I mean? Up in the Pennsylvania? Am Amish? Amish? He's, the Amish. He's yeah. an Amish guy. Mm -hmm. And we had Amos on. I've been wanting to get him back on, but I mean, he doesn't do internet or anything. So, but anyway, you can actually order donkey milk. So what's, why is donkey milk good? Uh, carbon dioxide. The British did every food they had at that time. You know, obviously they didn't have cheese whiz and things like that back then. But every food that they had back in the, uh, I'd say, 1870s or so, they examined for its carbon dioxide content. Doctors never talk about that, that, but it's in British military medical records. Donkey milk, carbon dioxide. Go figure. Who'd have thunk it? It astounded me when I read that research because I'd heard about that 40-day yogi before and thought it was a new age fixation. Then I went through the old books and the old military records from the British. There it was in, in, in what we call detail, in extravagant detail about how, uh, how he did it and everything. And there were 
actually three or four cases that were documented, but there were many more people who did it. They did it more like David Copperfield. You got paid to be buried for so many days. Usually it was just five or 10 days to prove you could do it. But in that case, this man claimed he could do 40 days. And the British said, he's a pagan, he's stupid, let him kill himself, bury him in a coffin under the ground, cement it over, put him in a guardhouse and have sentries there 24 hours a day so they can't pull any shenanigans. Hmm. They brought him out. At first, he was totally unconscious. It took about an hour to bring him to. They got the crap out of his nose and everything, and there he was. So They've used this idea uh, since the beginning of time. You give people money to do what you want them to do, and there's a word for that, but this is a family show, so I'm not going to use it. And they do it. They did it to Edison, Copernicus, uh, Edison, uh, Einstein, um, you know, uh, <laughs> to poo-poo Tesla's free energy thing. You know, he had it. Tesla figured it out. I mean, he didn't figure it out. Uh, the, 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 dark, the deep history, the lost history that we have learned about, uh, people were taking energy from the ether, God, spirit, 500 years ago. And the way they had energy... I mean, they didn't build these huge, gigantic castles and, and you know, with with a, a hammer and, and 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 ladders. No way, man. <laughs> no way. No way, man. They had energy, and they had energy. And uh, Tesla knew it, and that's what he came up with. And but boy, they poo pooed him. Poo, man. They got him really. It's called and, yeah. zero point energy, zero. like the Hutchinson effect. All yeah, of those yeah. things are very real I've, I've met I've hung actually John, John Hutchinson of the Hutchinson effect took my solar workshop up in Bellingham when he was on the land from the government huh. because when he invented an anti-gravity machine they put a warrant out for his arrest and co and and took his lab away they claimed the lab didn't work but when Germany and Japan wanted to buy his patents then they put it they 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 confiscated the lab and john was hiding in bellingham at an indian reservation with a friend of his really and he so i met him and talked with him but then he broke down in front of the metaphysical bookstore i taught solar in and so he said well, i might as well take the workshop it must be fake he's a an interesting man and zero point energy is a very real thing oh, they do not want us to know that they could run this world on a piano chord. Yeah. If you ever saw that movie with Keno Reeves, yeah, no. the, the snapping of shrimp gives us enough energy to run the planet in one plane, but they won't, don't want no, to reveal it. No, they don't want to do that. Are you kidding? No. Yeah. I don't what was the name of that movie with Keno Reeves? I, yeah, I was going to ask uh, you. I've never, Morgan Freeman. What's the I'm name right? of it? Do you guys? Uh, that's what I can't remember. <laughs> Well, maybe somebody, one of our listeners. My gal can't help me here because she doesn't watch any movies. <laughs> our good friend Carol said the uh, cotton gin was Eli Whitney. Eli Whitney. That's the guy. Yep. The old cotton gin. Could you please ask Adam what he would recommend for, okay, enophiliac allergy? Let me spell it for you. A N A P H. Y, L, E, C, T, I, C, C, allergy. I've had a serious allergy since I was two years old. Wow, probably due to childhood shots. 
Is it to milk proteins? It is to milk proteins, and usually I eat something that contains them by accident and end up needing an EpiPen and have been hospitalized for it for many times. You ever hear of that? Well, there's there are so many different allergies and food intolerances and different things that it gets very confusing. The secret of allergies is actually in Ravisi's book, his book on cancer and his multiple textbook. It's a form of shock, and though they associate allergens with uh, proteins and protein fragments, it's actually lipids that cause it. So yellow fat disease is one of the things involved in it Hmm. and various other types of lipids. We take omega-3 fatty acids, which are toxic to to start with, and our stress will make them into even more toxic acids that form these allergies. So you actually have to go back to the beginning. Sometimes it's something the mother uh, ate before Uh pregnancy and a person can be stuck for it for a long time. It's very difficult to solve, but people do get rid of allergies mysteriously. And a lot of it also has to do with our manufacturing process. Why aren't Africans allergic to peanuts? They, it happened there. Why not the Chinese? What did we do to peanuts here that makes people die? Sure. Even having, I've seen a person with a cashew take a fraction of it and go into a Almost we had to call the ambulance for the person. So, Adam, you're suggesting Constantine, who wrote this, like what we believe many of these things Uh are, traumatic things, German New Medicine idea, traumas. So, he, he, this could just be a traumatic thing that happened when he was two, through, like you say, shots or just his reaction, his trustful reaction to the shot psychologically or spiritually could be, and... So, uh, Constantine, you know, I would recommend, um, let's see, let's see, maybe, maybe go, uh, go to melissacell.com, Dr. Cell, Melissa Cell, she's been on the show, she's a German New Medicine lady, maybe do a session with her and see if you can figure out, come to the idea of how this trauma may have kicked off. I mean, there's a fellow, he's been having this thing for his whole life, my goodness, his whole life. Also, I have a book called Mind Hacking for the Millions. There you where go. you can find out. You need two people to do it. But then people have asked me, well, how do you resolve the trauma once you find it with mind hacking? Right. The body is the encyclopedia. You ask the body. You can't do a general rule on health. But when you mind hack the body, the body tells you it's the encyclopedia. I think... One of the problems is I have so many stories that I've forgotten because I knew I realized that the body had the information, so I wouldn't see something for ten years. I turned your feet. Oh, oh there it is. Hmm. And then I'd remember. So I actually got lazy and didn't keep records like a lot of people advise that I do. So even though mind hacking, I probably remembered about two hundred cases in that book. I forget how many I put. I did, but there were thousands of cases of where people would have a trauma. Let's take an example of my own case in full disclosure. In November, I got a hernia, actually, on the left side, which is male. Well, how did it happen? A a dear friend of mine had a gastrointestinal problem for years and years. Gangrene of the intestines, hernias, on and on. 
terrible. He died. When I found out, I cried, and my hernia popped out Whoa. within days, Whoa. a couple of days later. Whoa. And here I am now. I can't help him that way, but somehow my unconscious is hooked up. I can help him and save him by getting a hernia down there. That's ridiculous. Now I have to deal with physical things to do. I'm obviously asking Ray Pete for help, and he's helped me, and uh, rigging up my own information, because I'm not buying the thing that I have to necessarily go to the surgery and get it cut into and all of that. Sure, sure. We'll see, though. It's an experiment. Sure. So so how would you then, well, for two things. First off, Mind Hacking for the Millions, Constantine could look at. Now, you get that on solartiming.com as an ebook, correct? Mind, as an ebook. Mind Hacking for the Millions. And when I get my. We also little, have a video showing the technique because, oh. you know, mind hacking has a technology, color, all kinds of things. But 80% of it can be done with the cornerstone technique. And it's so easy. All you do is grasp the people, the, the person's feet, and turn them in a figure eight and ask them questions. Now, this is not dowsing. This is nerve force. If a person has any trauma with a woman, their right foot will jump. Hmm. And if they have it with a male, their left foot will jump. It is so easy, it's hard for people to grasp. They go to acupuncture school, they get four years of this and that. All you have to do is this. I've taught people to do it in a weekend. And then you don't have to know anything. You just say, what's your problem? Uh, and uh, what about your ex-husband? Boom, 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 it, ju it jumps. Excuse me, on the left side. I'm looking at myself <laughs> in reverse here. Uh, left side. And uh, uh, and uh, what about that woman he was seeing? Bum, bum, bum. And then you find all the information. The entire story, the day it happened, everything is Whoa. written there. Whoa. You don't have to have a book to speculate. Let's see. This means that. And it's at, at a, uh, it happens as a, uh, most chances are it's going to be this. You don't have a specific answer of a person, but it takes two people. And unless you get so good at feeling the muscles in your body, and most people, the unconscious will mess with you. It will say, oh, we're going we're gonna to give you a, a, uh, a ride into the wilderness and get away from the information. Uh, but a red you hair, could, yeah, I, If you got quiet enough, I suspect, if you really got quiet enough, centered, spiritually, I suspect if you really worked on it, you could feel some kind of energy on the right or left side, couldn't you? You would know it. In fact, some people can feel it, I found. Now, here's the thing. Uh, but you'd have to ask, say, excuse me a second, wrong. you'd have to ask the right question. Is there a yes and no answer? It's always going to be yes, no. It's going to be shock or not shock is actually what it's going to be. So it's not yes, no, like, like here, I'm turning a person's foot. I'll okay. give you actually an example. Uh, a woman comes to me and her back is totally out. Okay. So I get her down on the floor. It takes me a while to get her down there. And I turn her feet. So I start doing this and I say, uh, is anybody bugging you? She said, my husband. Her right foot jumps. Now, I know that that's a not woman. the husband. Yeah, you know it's a woman. So I said... Is there a mother, is there a woman involved, mother-in-law, other woman, anybody, friend? 
And she said, yes, there are two of them. And one of them says, I don't care if he is your husband, I'm going to have him. Well, there was the shock. It was a woman, not the husband. And so then I asked a simple question. This saved a little time, but over time you could figure this out. I said, do you have any sisters? And guess what? She jumped up off the floor, her back totally well, and said, two of them. And one has the same name as the one that is aggressive toward my husband. <laughs> and I'm going to go give those women a hug and tell them I understand. And she did. And she was, she, her back was fine. And those women left her husband alone hmm. because it was emanating from her trauma, not theirs. Right. So in general, is forgiving the easiest way out of these traumas? Well, the, the thing about the trauma is you have to uh, find out what gives you the less anguish. Like, if you say you have to move to Hawaii, that's the trauma. And believe me, I've seen this type of trauma. Someone promises themselves, I'm going to move to Hawaii, and they never get there. Well, the unconscious will be uh, how malicious. Come, how come you're not there? It will, it, will, yeah. it will start to make you cripple or whatever it does to, to stop that. And... Uh, but if you can convince the unconscious there's something better, like, hey, how about Bora Bora? And you take that. Or how about your life is great, you find a good mate, and you live in a secluded place in the States. Why, why do you have to go to Hawaii? But you have to make the unconscious believe that, because if it doesn't, you're still traumatized. No amount of brain tapping and all the techniques they have or NLP techniques will work. Because the unconscious will not be fooled. It'll be Band-Aid. You'll feel a little better. But when you mind hack, you'll go in and see, still there. That's why mind hacking has another purpose. Any technique where the people say you have cleared your trauma, you can go and check. This is like a lie detector test. The person is either gone or not. So a friend of mine named Sarita got a technique from a uh, guy named Roger up in Sedona. And I turned her feet and I said, you've got a problem with that woman. Oh, no. Roger took her out of my cellular memory. I said, if he took it out of your, her out of your cellular memory, I couldn't find her. <laughs> I, yeah, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't feel it, right? <laughs> You're right. right. And so it, this is not woo-woo. At one time, you heard me call it body doubt. But I realized people think it's woo-woo. It's muscle testing. It's all this kind of stuff. No. This is simple nerves. I tell people as an example, lie down, feel this person's feet, and now have that other person wave their arm. Do you feel it? Yeah. Does it cross brain like they tell you? Does it come from the other side? No, I wave this arm, that leg is felt. That's all it is. It is so simple. It's easier than learning to text. It's easier to learn than a bicycle, but very few people do it because it's too simple. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I hear you, I, and I do it. I, I, I figured it out on my own uh, just by soul traveling to the etheric plane, the subconscious, and I just have a conversation with myself, and I, I see it all, you know, and you just know if you're lying to yourself or not. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's the same. You find it like, and yeah. we do it by body language since we know analogy. So one right. woman came to me, and I'm turning her feet, and her right knee had uh, got seriously injured. 
Well, it turned to be turned out to be her, her mother. Her mother was in the hospital, so she said three times in the conversation within five minutes, "Life has brought me to my knees." Life has brought me to my knees a second time. Then she said, "Life has cut me off at the knees." <laughs> now I told her, <laughs> you know "You're what? lucky. <laughs> your unconscious believed the other two that they outvoted the other one because otherwise you'd not just have a bruised knee." you would have no leg below the right side, your mother trauma. Yeah, she's lucky she's still walking, saying those kind of things. You don't want to do that, right? You don't want to do that. Right. You don't, mm-hmm. want, to, don't want to do that. Uh, and so if you'd like to get Mind Hacking for the Millions, you go to solartiming.com and you buy the ebook from Adam Bergstrom, Mind Hacking for the Millions, and then all you need is another person, right? And then... You can do this. You guys never have to go to a doctor again, ever, ever, ever. No one would think of jitterbugging by themselves or tangoing by themselves. Right. And the same with mind hacking. It yeah. takes two to tango. Perfect for married couples, boyfriend and girlfriend. Sure. Uh, get a high school kid and teach them. Instead of having to go for expensive treatments, pay minimum wage and have them turn your feet. Just teach them to do it. This is so simple. Recently on Facebook, somebody said, blew my mind. I found right away, I turned the feet and this person uh, had this problem. Let me give you a good case. Person in, uh, in El Paso had Tylenol poisoning. Uh, when I turned her feet, uh, it turned out that she was mad at her sister-in-law, who was her boss in a cleaning uh, business. And so when I turned her feet, her right foot became like a two by four. Anybody could feel it. I even had her sister grab her feet and I said, uh, tell me about your sister-in-law. She said, oh my God, it stiffened up. And I said, hmm. I can tell her how she had seizures and everything from Ray's syndrome, from the Tylenol uh, poisoning. I said, if she gets better, she'll die. You, ha- you have to convince your sister to move out of state and get out away from the sister-in-law because if she gets better, she'll have to go back to work and she'll figure out a way to kill herself. This is that serious. So guess what? They moved to California and no one has filled me in on what happened after that, but she was doing well last time I heard. But she would have died <laughs> and, her, and it showed in her feet. Now that's an extreme example. Anybody could read that. Other things are more subtle. You have to ask some questions till yeah. the issue yeah. comes up. Adam, you can imagine, uh, just think about millions, billions of people, or just in this country, say, probably 300 million, maybe 30 million don't watch TV, or <laughs> watching the news, and what's that doing to them, their sub- subconsciously, you know, it's, no wonder people are sick, I mean, come on, no wonder. Yep, the body is an encyclopedia. It has everything we've ever had. You know, the word engram was not invented by L. Ron Hubbard. It was invented by Richard Seaman in Germany in about 1910 or so. And his theory of engram was discredited because uh, because of Scientology coming along. And actually, he had some good ideas about how engrams work. But he covered up the fact that he basically co-opted the ideas about how engrams actually worked. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
And they go through some kind of a thing and they say they're clear and all of that. So you never know about Scientology, you know, it's pretty interesting. Well, I'm considered a suppressive person because I went to lectures here in Santa Barbara and I was called in to the, the to the the man the head of the uh, of the organization's office. So I said, you know, I would I could believe in this more if I could meet a clear. So if, if you could meet one, said, oh, somebody who's a, clear, allegedly you know clear. clear? Yeah, right, right. So he he straightened up and said, "I'm a clear." Oh, you're and clear, Patrick. I couldn't help it. I started breaking into hilarious laughter. Did you really? I, I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> you know, like you're in school with your buddy, and you and you, the teacher says, "Don't make any noise when you're laughing." Right. They kicked me out of the office, and that, <laughs> that was the end of my going to Scientology lectures on uh, State Street right. in uh, Santa Barbara. That's like meeting some, some guy in India sitting on a pillow saying that he's God realized and you know, you know, he might be a nice guy, but you know, there's there's no there there. Okay, uh, stay right there. Adam Bergstrom, Patrick Timpone, One Radio Network Tech. <laughs> I wish I would have been there for that one. I'm a clear. Adam goes, chortle, chortle, chortle. I don't think. You know, you, you've been hearing a lot about this word inflation. Mm -hmm. uh, people are saying that what's going on today is going to make the 70s and what Jimmy Carter did back in the 70s look like a, a fairy tale. Uh, oh, it, it wasn't Carter's problem. I mean, they were printing money like crazy just like they are now and, and it was just one of those things and the oil thing and it was just a mess and it still is and it's just a mess, and, and it's it's just a mess. And uh, <laughs> this is not, you know. And I'm the most positive guy in the world, you know that. And but uh, I think it's good time to prepare for the worst and hope for the best. Uh, inflation now, the government says it's running around ten percent, so that means it's probably twenty. You can go to shadow shadowstats.com. Um, uh, and uh, sign up there, and I, I, I don't. I my 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 prescription has perspired, so I haven't been on there for a couple months, John Williams. But um, last time we checked, it was almost double. And he's a real geek. He, you can look. I mean, he's a geek. This is not like going to the, you know, the government or the CBO or CBD or whatever. They're not going to tell you anything because they're bonkers, you know. Uh, they're just cooking the books. That's all they do is cook the books. So this inflation thing is big time. And if you listen to Fred Dashevsky on the first Monday of the month, you will know that there is just no possible way, again, the most positive guy in the world, but it can't end. Because the only thing they can do, Doug and Mel, to keep this thing from doing the Titanic move is to keep borrowing money that the Federal Reserve prints. I mean, that's the bottom line. And that's what inflation is when you expand the monetary system, right? You expand the money supply, there's more Federal Reserve notes chasing, and now with this whole supply chain thing that's been organized, as Adam said, Hegelian dialectic that they rigged up to make it even worse with China and uh, COVID and, you know, so, uh, um, the, the story is, if you get yourself some gold and silver coins, we think this is the best way 
Matter of fact, we know it's the best way to hedge against inflation. Buy what you can, as much as you can. Just keep buying every month, average in silver, gold, whatever you can get, and just put it away, and you're going to be happy that you did. Someday you'll write me a letter. I probably won't be here. I'll be somewhere writing screenplays full-time and just say, thanks, man, I'm really glad I did that. And I'll write you back and say, yeah, well, okay, I know. That's it, because uh, they're not going to change. You know, They're not going to change. Just not going to do it. Uh, if you had the magic checkbook and you were a politician, would you... Would you really be fighting for solid money like gold and silver? No. So, check it out. 800-878-2646. I've known Fred forever. Uh, Andy Goss's partner. 800-878-2646. Please tell him I sent you. He'll take extra good care of you. And uh, and just see what you can do. I don't care. If you get $200, you buy something. Just start. Just It's always good. Once you get that little seed pot in there, uh, then things will change for you. 800-878-2646. At the end of the night, the only place I want to go is back into my bedroom. And the supplement I take with me is Sir Thrival's Taboo Aphrodisia. It's an erotic herbal elixir made with several different aphrodisiac herbs and two key nutraceuticals. It's finished off with cacao, maple syrup, and a little vanilla bean for a super sexy flavor. And what it's designed to do is increase blood flow for both men and women. Come to bed, baby. Don't worry. We're married. <laughs> Previously with Brandon Amalani of Shen Blossom talking about our very special ginseng. And you don't want something that's been corrupted coming into your body like the ginseng is a super important example of that you know when you're using aggressive alcohols and solvents it has a it has a strange effect with um ginseng in the sense that when you're not only over processing it but putting it in really aggressive alcohols what's going to happen is that you're going to flip the chemistry on some of the uh, androgenic naturally it's androgenic it's going to basically protect the telomeres and and add life to the body and, and protect the genetic replication of the cells but it's also going to boost the androgens and boost the the male hormones in the body but if you incubate it in really aggressive alcohol it flips those to become estrogenic now estrogens phytoestrogens are not necessarily bad in balance but you really don't want that with your ginseng especially if you're getting like a really high quality a really old root something that's very special you want to like treat it with care and make sure it's delivering what ginseng has to offer just a short clip from brandon talking about the way they do the ginseng just to give you a better idea of where this company is coming from, the quality and the ethics. Brandon and the Shen Blossom link on OneRadioNetwork.com. I think it's my turn. (laughs) But it's a great product. Uh, If you would like to get some, just go to Shen Blossom on OneRadioNetwork on the front page and uh, try some of the ginseng. I have to ask Adam if he ever did ginseng. Uh, I do this guy as, as, as I can, it's in our budget to, pay, to, to buy it as much as I can. And uh, you could do ginseng, I think. It's, it's, I know it's a tonic, it's a tonic baby. You could probably do it 
every day forever. I'll ask Adam his opinion on it. Uh, but uh, it's it's the real deal. Uh, you can go, I don't care where you go, if you just heard what Brandon says about the way they do it. Uh, I mean, he, and some of this ginseng is 50 years old. 50, and the way they produce it and the way they make it, they make sure that it's not estrogenic. They make sure that it's the real deal, and you're going to just increase, like Adam and I were talking about, increase your chi. It's a wonderful company, Brandon Amalani, Shen Blossom. If you're going to spend your Federal Reserve notes such as they are, uh, uh, please consider uh, spending at a place where you know you're going to get the get the real stuff. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Adam Bergstrom, did you ever do ginseng over the years? Did you ever do the good stuff? Definitely done ginseng. Yep, both red and white. Red. Different types, uh, different potions and solutions, whole ginseng, oh. different pieces. <clears throat> Some ginseng goes for $25,000 for one piece of ginseng. I know, you know, you can get crazy with it. Is it, is that correct? Is pretty much uh, ginseng you could take take it pretty much a lot often. Well, it's, it's very good for depleted. Uh, uh, if you're in the hospital recuperating, then ginseng is an example. Other semi ginsengs like your Siberian ginseng, really not ginseng. Your South American ginseng, all of these type of ginseng aren't ginseng, but they do. They are ergogenics. They build energy. If you're a bodybuilder or if you're recuperating, they come in very handy. And of course, they're at night because they're a root, like a potato and a garlic and a carrot. And our root is our sexual organ. Circulation sex time, seven to nine. Seven no to nine. Yes, indeed. Here's an email. Um, my father recently had a mini stroke and I'm flying up to Chicago to be with him and I was wondering if, if Adam has some ideas of something I could give him as far as supplementation and or foods hmm 